0: Thanks for joining us. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name in automobiles. This hour brought to you by Preston Lee at Country Financial. He believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. So it's Monday, the good, the bad, the ugly. Your thoughts from Super Bowl 57. A lot of you not happy about the... Defensive holding call on Bradbury. The holding call was questionable and anticlimactic way for the game to end. Any uh, no pressure or on Mahomes or receivers were wide open. A surefire way to lose to Kansas City. But the Eagles' defensive coordinator did not seem to make any adjustments. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rick Gunther, great game. That reminds me, I have to drop. Dish Network today, dropping Fox a month ago and not carrying the biggest sporting event of the year. Fortunately, Rick.
2: The USFL? I, <laughs> the biggest sporting event of the year? You're not going to fo- get that, Real huh? football? Real football.
0: Rick, I'm right there with you, brother. I had to uh, mm-hmm. hook up the the TV antenna upstairs. Yeah. So we could get Fox on last night. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why is everyone Leaping. complaining there you go. about the holding call and the Eagles player admitted that he held him in hopes of the refs not seeing it? Props the Eagles player for having integrity. AJ, the call at the end was eh, but Kansas City was already going to win. Come yeah. on. No national holiday. LOL LOL. We term limit. We have term limits for the weasels in Congress, but we need those before we need a national NFL holiday. Lame. I, I tend to agree we got other things that are bigger priorities from a national political landscape yeah. than having a national holiday for the just Super Bowl. Yeah. It's to well, me only
2: by just a lot more
0: important. to me a national holiday for the Super Bowl doesn't even register compared to a lot of things that are out there right Once now. Once we get
2: almost everything else in the country fixed,
0: then then we can
2: talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah,
0: when we get to that point, yeah, you know, then we can start talking about this.
2: How about we move the World Series start times up a couple hours before we give the day off? After yeah, just the Super Bowl. even
0: sports related things. Yeah, yeah how, about, how about just do that? Mm-hmm. How about it? So yeah, you can
2: not make basketball playoffs yeah. five months long.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, let's let's take three days off yeah. between
0: game one and game two.
2: <laughs> what? Super Bowl's down the list of sports stuff. We need. Yeah,
0: not not just political stuff, but yeah. just stuff in the world of sports and that needs to be fixed. Still think it needs to be a 15-yard penalty for pass interference, just like college football. Still think that needs to be the case. I still think offensive penalties
2: need a loss of down. The defensive penalties give you an automatic first down. Then why
0: not a loss of down? Offensive okay.
2: penalties need a loss of down on top of the yardage.
0: All right. So uh, Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball team. The boys and the girls played mm-hmm. their uh, final home games this past Saturday. The seniors uh, saying goodbye to uh, that great building over there at, uh, on the campus at Grand Junction High School, a great gymnasium over there. Uh, Tigers play a Montrose tomorrow night. Time to talk a little Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball with Isaac Madison. <laughs>
3: Ken in the huddle with Grand Junction boys basketball coach, Isaac Madison, on the team.
0: All right, Isaac Madison brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance for a free comparison. Call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Isaac Madison joins us. Good morning, Isaac. Appreciate the time as always.
4: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: I think for your basketball team, final uh, home game for the seniors, and as far as the regular season goes, and and a, a good way to send your guys out with a with a nice win against Durango.
4: It was uh, especially coming off the the emotional game Friday night against Fruta. Um, just just didn't perform very well, so it was it was good to come in and get a get a fresh start on the day. And I thought they played pretty well, uh, especially in the second half, fourth quarter, particularly on Saturday.
0: What were some things you you tried to talk to your guys about after the loss to Fruta to kind of get them refocused for Saturday's game?
4: Well, it, it, you don't have time to, you know, hang your heads and, and be terribly sad about it. You've got to get right back to work and make sure you come in the next day with the right mindset and the right focus and a very different team uh, we played on Saturday and so uh, different schemes and different different offensive looks and different defensive looks. So we just had to make sure that everybody was on the right page and, and ready to go.
0: It was certainly had some uh, solid performances on Saturday. Uh, like I said a, a good way to. To, to wrap up uh, for your seniors on, on their home floor. Colton Romero had a really good game, 11 points, at a couple of threes. And Andon Tao really gave you some, some good minutes, 10 points, got in the glass for you, and and did a nice job.
4: Yeah, he really did. I mean, Cam Cam gave us a good lift off the bench, hitting some shots, and, and scoring 11 points, which is always helpful. Uh, but Andon just you can't say enough about the job Andon's done this year. I mean, he's just played any role we've asked him to play, whether that's coming off the bench or, or starting or – playing a, a, a big or, or playing a, another team's more athletic player. It, it, he does everything we ask him to do and works as hard as anybody in our program. And so we're really, really proud of what Andy's done for us this year.
0: And he got got to the foul line a little bit for you. And that was a big, big plus for you.
4: He did, and he made free throws for us, which is a, another another positive. It's, it's a lot easier to win when you score points. So we're, we're pleased with that.
0: Isaac Madison, coach of the Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball team with us, and Right now, you look at uh, you know, where things stand in terms of the RPI for uh, for five A, and uh, right now your team currently sits at, at thirty four, eight, and thirteen on the season. And Montrose coming up on Tuesday night—that that's a big one for you guys.
4: It is. It's a it's a big week for us in general. We, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot early in the season with a couple of games that we felt like and we should have won. Uh, would have put us in a little bit better situation here towards the end of the season, but uh, we. We know we've got some work to do, but we kind of control our own fate. We've got two two teams that we're playing this week that are above us in the RPI, and so hopefully, you know, if we can do our jobs on Tuesday and, and you know kind of control our own fate on Friday night, that would be a, a real positive for our team going into the, the end of the season.
0: Grand Junction Tigers boys basketball coach Isaac Madison with us on the Team Sports Network. Uh, last time you faced Montrose, it was uh, you know it came down to being a. A nail-biter basketball game in that one for you, Isaac. Uh, your team losing at 37-33 to Montrose on their floor, so or on your home floor, I should say. And so you get a chance to go to their place. You know what it's like, Lloyd McMillan uh, Gymnasium. It's loud. It's going to be quite the environment coming up tomorrow night. But uh, you have you you have knowing you know this in you know in in your back pocket the, the knowledge you you played pretty well against them the last time and certainly gave them everything they can handle on your home floor.
4: Yeah, aside from the slow start in the first quarter, I mean, we, we played pretty even. We, uh, we we both struggled to score that particular night. And the high school basketball game in the 30s is not, not really uh, real pleasing for the uh, the fans to watch, but uh, fairly equally matched, and we, we feel like we match up pretty well with their bigs and their guards, and so it's just going to come down to who can who could score points, put the ball in the basket. So hopefully we can do a better job than we did last time.
0: Kayla Ferguson had 15 for them. Jackson Killen had 10 in that win for them. Uh, you didn't have anybody in double figures. Jake Stanfield had eight, and, and Declan Lake had eight points. But uh, it's going to be imperative for Will Applegate, for Anton Tau, for those guys to slow down Ferguson.
4: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, and they, they've kind of taken that personally a little bit. So I, I think that they'll have a good day of practice today. We'll work through the scout report and through the film. And I think they'll be ready to play tomorrow. We just got to do a better job, you know, taking away those things they want to do, and we got to do a better job on our end to be more efficient and put the ball in the basket. And it's, it's going to be really hard to win if we can only score in the thirties. So we're going to have to have to make some shots.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. Thirty-seven, thirty through the last time when uh, Grand Junction faced Montrose. Tigers coach Isaac Madison with us today, and. Isaac, uh, when, when you look at that game too, it's a little surprising that the score was so low because you've got you've got Cameron Ochoa, really good three point shooter, one of the better three point shooters in the in the league. They have Jacob Hawks, is one of the the better three point shooters. I, I would imagine that, that those two guys uh, probably are going to maybe get it going a little bit tomorrow night.
4: Yeah, that's, that's exactly the case. I mean, you know, nobody really lit up the scoreboard last time for us, especially, and so we're hoping to, to run some actions that. that get some guys some open looks, and hopefully they can put them in the basket.
0: And like we were talking about, trying to get into the the 5A state basketball tournament, important with Montrose, but then they said you're wrapping up with Central at, at the end of the week. So this is, like I said, it's, uh, you control your own fate. These are two crucial games here to, to wrap up the regular season.
4: Yeah, and we talked about that with the kids last week. You know, We, we, we understand the situation we put ourselves in, uh, but we – we, we've been kind of hovering around that, that 30, 32, 31, 34 spot you know, the last couple of weeks. And so we, we know that the, the only way for us to assure we get ourselves a chance is to win some games. Um, we It's very possible that we could win two this week and still not make it. Um, but we, we are pretty confident that if we don't win two, we, we're not going to get ourselves in the, in the dance. So we're going to make sure we take care of business and, and focus on taking care of things Tuesday night. And then we'll kind of see how things go there and get ready for Friday.
0: All right. Always appreciate it, Isaac. Uh, congratulations to you and your team on the win on Saturday against Durango. We'll have uh, tomorrow night's game on the Monkey, Grand Junction at Montrose. And uh, pregame starts at uh, 545 for the girls. The boys will tip it off at 730. And uh, you can hear that game on the Monkey here in the Valley, 95.7 FM in Montrose, 93.5 FM. Larry Newland, Pat Hooley will have that for you tomorrow night over on the Monkey. Always appreciate it, Isaac. Good luck tomorrow night.
4: Appreciate
0: it. Go Tigers. All right, take care. All right, Grand Junction Tigers coach, Isaac Madison. So uh, once again, for, for Tiger fans, Red Hawk fans, 95-7, the monkey here in the Valley, 93.5 in Montrose coming up tomorrow night for that one. And then here on the team, we'll have Fruitland Monument Central squaring off per game at uh, 545. Girls will tip it at 6, the boys at uh, 730. So you got the two Southwestern League leading teams in Fruitland Monument, both the girls and the boys playing against Central. We're both right now, certainly the boys, more in, in, in the case of the girls right now, Fruita girls remain undefeated. They're 6-0 in league. league. Uh, they've pretty much wrapped up the league title. For the Fruita boys, though, it's still very much a uh, hotly contested championship in the Southwestern League right now. Big one coming up tomorrow night uh, right here on the team. Buckeye, you're going to have those games tomorrow night yep. from Fruita. So lots of high school basketball coming up tomorrow night on the monkey and also right here on the team sports network we'll talk with central coach mary doan about uh, their matchup with uh, the wildcats tomorrow night coming up in just a little bit so it is time to go around the nfl and of course when we go around the nfl we're wrapping it up with the the biggest game of the year super bowl 57 from state farm stadium last night
2: i thought the year was just getting started that's what i was told all night last night
0: well yeah real football real football is coming coming up in in april April. it's that's where the real football starts.
2: USFL.
0: I, I don't think it'll get re- old
2: at some point, but not right now. I know me.
0: it's. It, yeah, I, I kept watching the commercial. I'm going. Okay, I, I know you're you're taking a jab at the XFL. I get it. It's your shot at them.
2: But damn, yeah. during the Super Bowl. But then
0: during the during the Super Bowl,
2: like not the pregame. In the during game, during the game, during the game, several times, multiple times, and. Uh, read the room, guys. Come on,
0: come on, guys. What 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 what, what are we doing this tonight for? What's a,
2: thought? This is the real football. How is there anybody in the room when that ad is pitched? Not go. Um. Wait, wait a minute. Hang on a second. We're running this during the Super Bowl. Let's let's everybody just sit here quietly and think for like two minutes about what what exactly this is going to look like.
0: Yeah. What the optics here? Just they're not yeah. great, are they? They're just not. Oh Yeah, you think somebody at Fox would have put the kibosh on that, but, but nobody did last night. All right, so the uh, Chiefs get the winner over the Eagles. Eight seconds to go. Harrison Butker kicks the 27-yard game-winning field goal. And for Kansas City, down by 10 at halftime, they become just the second team to rally from a 10-point or greater deficit at halftime. New England mm-hmm. knocking off the Atlanta Falcons what 28 three yeah and so hey. from
2: the nfc can't hold the lead it's they, half.
0: they they have a problem they
2: run out but, of steam
0: apparently and they just crash they, they lay a big egg in the second yeah, half there you go. so here's andy reed on his team at halftime in the 10 point deficit
4: yeah listen we were right there i don't have to motivate these guys too much they're they're uh they're, they're very motivated uh to do well and we were down by 10 points so it's not that it's not that much um with the way our defense plays and shutting people down and and the way our offense plays by scoring points so it's just a matter of straightening out a couple things and um the guys always believe they never don't believe um, they always think they're in the game
0: all right there's andy reed travis kelsey after the game because that was a huge storyline throughout mm-hmm. the i love the kelseys but after all, it's like okay, I get it. Yeah, your brothers are playing against. Okay, yeah. Can we can we just can we just get to the game? Can this we is just
2: where the two weeks hurt the story? Yeah, it's just like okay. Because by like Thursday, uh, people were kind of tired of just, Travis and Jason. I Kelsey. just switched.
0: yeah, I'm tired of hearing about Travis and Jason Kelsey. I'm and their mom. They're wonderful people. Yeah, tired of hearing about all of them. Well, here's Travis Kelsey talking about. Uh, well, you know, keep it. they kept it pretty chill, right, mm-hmm. in terms of what the Kelsey boys yes. said about each other and their respective teams, and everybody kind of did, right? Mm-hmm. The Eagles didn't really talk smack about the Chiefs. Chiefs oh, really. didn't really talk smack about the Eagles. Here's uh, Travis Kelsey on being careful not to poke the bear. I know not to poke the bear. I've been, been poking him my whole life and found out the hard way uh, what happens after that, man. And uh, obviously uh, a situation that, um, you know, for our family can't go wrong, but uh, for either both of us, man, we um, – one of us is going to feel awkward at the end of the day, and uh, you know it's just uh, it's an interesting feeling. But I, I can't be more happy for our family and uh, our, yeah. our friends back in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. All the Cincinnati Bearcats that we have, uh, we were kind of put on a pedestal this week, and everybody got to see just how unique we were and how, how tight knit our family is, man. And I'm uh, I'm standing on top of the mountain and uh, appreciating everybody for doing that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I. Their family's unique, and that two guys play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Two guys play in the Super Bowl against each other. I mean, that's that's cool for the I first mean, time ever. For the first time ever, those are all cool things. Um, I said I like Travis Kelsey, but there there is a little bit of how do I say this without okay, I'm, brother, a, a little bit, a little bit. Of look at me, little, a little bit, little yeah. bit. It gets you don't get that vibe from Jason because he's an offensive lineman, and that's just not how yeah. they're wired. I mean, not I as do. much. a little. Not as much as Travis, though. So. Not as
2: much as Travis, but There's man, a that bit. get up at the Super Bowl parade. Yeah, it was. That was a lot of. Hey, check me out.
0: That was. That was. And
2: I like him better, so I guess it doesn't rub me as wrong. And I like pro wrestling, so I'm kind of. Yeah. I do kind of dig the Travis Gousy stick because that's what I think it is. I think it's like Gronk. I don't necessarily know if that's his personality, but when the pads and the jersey are on, that's who he is, right? Yeah. It's kind of one of those he turns the character up to 11 a little bit. And I don't know if I'm really thrilled that the NFL is trending that way. I like guys being real. I don't like, like a, them yeah, if ramping up their personality. But as long as it's only a handful of guys, it's not a big issue. But yeah, there gets, was a little – I I like Travis Kelsey, but he even he was starting to wear on me by like Thursday, Friday last it's week. It's like, okay, shut up. Like, I'm dude, t- I get it. I'm tired of hearing about – you and your brother and yeah. your mom and I'm just tired.
0: It's just tired of hearing about it. He's a great player. He's one of the best mm-hmm. tight in the league. He'll he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's yeah. there's no doubt about it. I, they're just after a while you just, I'm I, I'm listening. I like guys to be real.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there does seem to be a sense of Travis Kelsey. It's a little and, and put on there. A little bit. A little bit of a show. Mm-hmm. Gronk. Gronk always feels like it's a little bit of a wink. You know, it's never yeah. it's never very self grandizing about Gronk. Mm-hmm. Just he's kind of a big meathead, likable guy. Yeah. It's never about how great Gronk is, or you know, they put up they put us up on a pedestal and saw mm-hmm. how great our family is. Okay, part of it you're proud of your family. Yeah, I can't knock that. But there's a little there's a little ego, little egotism mm-hmm. that kind of leaks out of that. Yeah, and I never get that feeling with Gronkowski. Gronkowski, I never get that feeling.
2: Mm-mm.
0: It's he kind of leans into being kind of a lovable lunkhead.
2: Yeah, he's kind of a meathead. The only ones that really that grind on me the way the Kelsey's do are the Watt brothers. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's I, three of you. I get it. Two yes. of your teammates. Y'all you played the NFL. Fine. Yeah,
0: you two but, of your couple of the best pass mm-hmm. rushers we've seen in the last decade. They kind of grind on me a little. I, bit. I get a little. Yeah, I get a little tired of that. Good. Good for you guys.
2: And maybe that's the coverage, not necessarily the subjects. And that might be true for the Kelsey brothers, too. You know, there's everybody that has a cell phone is essentially their own media outlet now. And that makes it different. Because instead of, all right, I'm going to go to Instagram and not have to see this. No, it's Kelsey brothers all over the place. Okay, I'm going to go to Facebook. Oh, Donna Kelsey pops up with her split jacket and her two different shoes. I'm going to... Twitter, absolutely not. You're going to find it there. TikTok, nope. Here's the scoreboard video of the measuring tape between the Kelseys at the Super Bowl. You can't avoid it now. And so that's maybe where yeah. it kind of is like, all right, since it's pretty much been every other minute or every yeah. five minutes you for the last go, two
0: weeks. Yeah, gee, shut up. Like, can
2: we just play the game? Yeah. I'm then just... we'll get back to one of you's a winner and one of you's a loser on Monday.
0: And who which parent is going to be yeah, be with which kid when they lose yeah I just like stop it I'm just tired of it just absolutely tired of it and
2: there were actual interesting stories that got buried because of the brother like Jason's wife yeah. brought two OB's because she's like 37 weeks pregnant right you know she's more and pregnant than Rihanna and were, they hung out and
0: talked a little bit about the, what they're going in, through
2: in the mom lounge right yeah exactly you should have one of those at the stadium but like or the fact that when Travis won his first Super Bowl, essentially Jason Kelsey smuggled his daughter into the Super Bowl because she didn't have a ticket. So he called the head of security for the Eagles, and like four phone calls later, they were in. That stuff got buried in all of the. Oh, what's are, Travis versus Jason? Which are
0: great stories. Which it's versa, but they one doesn't play defense; so it plays offense. No. I mean, they, they didn't really play. They played against each other, the teams did, mm-hmm. but they didn't actually face now, off against each other if it other. was
2: the Matthews the older Matthews not the younger yeah where one's the tackle the other's a rush linebacker there we go oh yeah I'm ready the, for the, that give the, me all of that that's all
0: a, that's a that's a different story yeah. exactly because
2: they will literally butt heads at some point on the. you field. know
0: it's, it's going to happen
2: you know but I, I'm with you like and I like Travis I have to say it even it got a little to me just I'm like, like okay.
0: okay I'm just tired of it like, I get it and it doesn't mean, we go, well, Jimmy you hate him because he's a chief. No, I don't hate him. I, I've never said I hate him. I just think his shtick gets, mm-hmm. gets a little tiresome after a while. One final thing before we take a break here. And we got a lot of your texts, and we'll get to your yep. texts coming in. Chick-fil-A breakfast Good team phone line. Day. Yeah, 970-242-1340 that Sean paid now. He's done with Fox. Mm-hmm. It's over with now. The job is completed there.
2: Oh, did you see the orange tie? Oh, oh.
0: In the pocket square,
2: yeah. The in the, the pocket po- square, tie the pocket square. Looked sent him, good.
0: Sent him, sent the, and it sent the message before he got the job. And it was dang, like hey. he's
2: short though. I saw Gronk standing next to him. I'm he's, like, wow. I thought Sean Payton was John taller. Payton than that.
0: is not a very tall guy. So, according to reports, Pro Football Talk, among others, that Sean Payton has met with Rex Ryan. Of course, they were you know in Phoenix. Sean mm-hmm. there for Fox. Rex Ryan there for for ESPN and that Sean Payton has talked with Rex Ryan about maybe being the Broncos next defensive coordinator Yeah, remember one time he was considered one of the best DC's in the league not a great head coach outstanding defensive coordinator though didn't go great with the Jets necessarily Uh, back to back AFC championship games but it it didn't end well I should say didn't end well yeah I mean, it. he got fired there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. They went to back-to-back AFC Championship games. So, he did have success. Yeah. Didn't have that success in Buffalo, though. And has you know, been an analyst now for several years with ESPN. And that Sean Payton and Rex Ryan don't necessarily have a relationship. But Sean has it with his twin brother, Rob, who yeah. worked for him 2013-2015 in new orleans the so huskier, more outspoken
2: yeah. ryan twin. You're,
0: you're right and, and we'll talk more about rex ryan coming up but because initially it's kind of like really rex ryan with those blinding white teeth the foot fetish are they, that say, guy Did Sean going to john
2: payton meet with open-toed sandals or, <laughs> or did he go with closed-toed <laughs> shoes
0: i'd go close toe. i would
2: if you're trying to get him i know him into a job though yeah but
0: i don't want him to get distracted the day i, I do decide to wear you know flip-flops to work or something and I don't want to get him off off course.
3: Get out of my office. I'm going to
0: I'm I'm going to bitch your guess at Rex Rite and have no interest in my feed or yours. I'm just I'm you just know. saying. All right. A24 and it's uh time to play the piles favorite game on a Monday, which is the number game. <laughs>
3: Let's play the number game on the Jim Davis Show.
2: Yes, the first correct answer on the Chick-fil-A team line, 970-242-1340, text. It's always a text. We only take guesses via text. Don't call it. First correct answer gets a delicious case of Coors Original, the banquet beer, from our uh, friends at High Country. And it's always a number. So if you text me, Kurt Warner, you're going to be wrong. Patrick Mahomes won the MVP Thursday night, and then he won the Super Bowl yesterday. And Super Bowl MVP, but that's not part of the question. How many times before yesterday, not counting Patrick Mahomes, did the regular season MVP win the Super Bowl that year? That season. How many times before this last weekend did that happen? First correct answer via text. That is a number on the Chick-fil-A text line, 970-242-1340. Gets a delicious case of Coors.
0: All right, so text in now, 970-242-1340. Coming up next, we'll talk with Central Girls Coach Mary Doan on the Jim Davis Show.
2: I'm a big sports addict.
3: I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the team, 101FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction, 102.1FM, Delta Montrose. Get in the huddle with Central Girls Basketball Coach Mary Doan on the
0: team and mary doan brought to you by the rick nelson agency and american family insurance for a free comparison call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078 central plays at montrose coming up tomorrow night over on the monkey mary actually here on the team i should say against fruit of monument they uh score off against wildcats tomorrow night mary doan joins us good morning mary how are you
1: good how are you doing
0: doing fine always appreciate the time uh Challenging weekend this last weekend for your basketball team. You you take that loss to Durango in league play, but but come back and and get a really nice win against Glenwood Springs, a team that's been playing pretty well as of late.
1: Um, yeah, it was uh, it was nice. I mean, we just you know we had a bad quarter against Durango, and you know against a good team we can't do that.
0: When you look back at you know where you are right now in terms of the season, eleven and nine overall, two and four in the southwestern league. That yeah you know, I, I think certainly you know the feeling was is that your team was going to have a shot at at maybe winning a league title this year. Yes, you you lost from some talent obviously from, from last year's team, but with Christina Manzaneros back and the Wagners, that uh, you know the, the feeling was that there'd be a a chance to to be a real contender for the league title. Uh, I guess in in regard to where the season's gone for you, what have been some of the the challenges this year for your team that that maybe have led to a record that's not exactly what you're hoping for this year?
1: Oh, uh, you know, Jim, this has been a year full of adversity, and, yeah, you know, I think every year you go hoping that you have a chance to compete for a league title. Um, but, you know, this year you know, I think that there's been some, some tolls that have played on this team, you know, 15 straight games on the road before our first home game on the end of January. That's That's hard mentally and physically on kids. You know, in that time frame we also had injuries, um, we had to deal with some suspensions um, of just, you know, kids just not playing by the rules a little bit. Um, we had to deal with illness. Last time we played, uh, Fruta I had, you know, all three of the kids you just mentioned were sick, probably too sick to be playing, but they were anyways. They were sucking it up. Um, you know, it's, it really has been a year full of adversity for them, but... Also, opportunity, you know, and then on top of that, we have we have played one of the strongest schedules, probably the strongest schedule that Central has ever played um, since I've been the coach here. And, you know, when you look at the RPI, if you look at your opponent's um, RPI, I mean, we have one of the strongest ones in the state in 5A, you know, so it's just it's been a lot. And I feel like, you know, my girls have really, you know, they've tackled it, uh as best as they can
0: you know the, you had the, the six point loss to Centaurus. I mean you've had some some close basketball games that you know just couldn't you know, couldn't find a way to get a win, and it really kind of felt like that when you beat Montrose there back in january uh 46 thirty eight that that maybe that was going to going to be the springboard to to really getting off to a good start in league play and, and unfortunately it, it hasn't necessarily gone that way for your team.
1: No, you know, how you know? We we competed in Durango, um, led, and pretty. I mean, we led till the last three minutes of the game. Um, you know, and, and they played well there, and then just couldn't finish it. And yeah, uh, just like I said, I think there's you know been a toll kind of played on them physically and mentally, and and you know just still trying to. figure, I think. Coming into the season, they thought they'd just pick up where they left off, and you know, you got to reinvent yourself every year. So it's been a learning curve, I think. And you know, I'm proud of them for as hard as they have um, battled and the resilience that they've shown this year.
0: Warriors coach Mary Doan with us, and yeah, and not having Christina Manzanares for a while certainly did not help uh, your basketball team. She's a a tremendous scorer, but but she's been back and and playing well, had the, the really good game, 18 points against Glenwood on Saturday. And when you look at the RPI, and because we're at that time of the year where that's the thing, you start really, you're, you're really thinking about where you are. And in terms of that schedule that you played, which is, like you said, a very daunting schedule this year, Mary. I mean, you're 21st in the RPI right now, and you know a couple games over 500, not where you thought you would be, but in terms of the postseason, you know considering some things, you know because of that really tough schedule, you're in a good spot when it comes to the postseason right now.
1: Um, I think we're in okay. So we gotta finish it. You know, we gotta finish this week. With you know, we have three games this week, and you know, we're on tomorrow will be our second, um, our third in five days. You know, and then and then Wednesday we turn around on our fourth and sixth. So again, like I said, our schedule has been um, it's been tough. And so I mean, we we gotta finish, we gotta finish strong.
0: Well, last time you played him. You mentioned the, the players that uh, you had, the, the Wagner sisters and Christina, under the weather, and uh, you lose 52-36. Look, when you play Fruita, it's slowing down Liv Campbell, which is not an easy thing to do. Uh, but Addison Air had a really good game against you the last time, 14 points. She always gets on the glass, and that's, that's a really good one-two combination that Jeff Johnson has with those two players.
1: Yeah, you know, they just they play hard, um, fruit plays hard and then they once they kinda get that momentum going, um, it's hard to slow them down, you know. Basketball's a game of runs and, and they're one who when they have a run they extend it as long as they possibly can. So I think, you know, for us it's gonna be shortening those runs and extending our own and hitting some shots.
0: And taking care of the ball against their press, right? I mean that's that's a big weapon that they've been able to roll out defensively. They have been very impressive. They've turned over a lot of backcourts this season.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of where we struggled on Friday night against Durango. So, absolutely taking care of the ball is a huge part of it.
0: Well, Mary, when you look at like said the rest of the week, you you're you're 21st right now. Like we were talking about, you know, postseason started today. You would be in, but you'd like to certainly solidify that fertile monument coming up tomorrow night. And then you got Battle Mountain and Grand Junction to wrap up the season. And I said like you were saying, this is a really hectic stretch for your basketball team here the last uh, the last week of the regular season.
1: Um, it is, yes. And you know, it's one of those where you if you aren't paying attention you could you know, you can falter and hopefully at this point um <clears throat> girls are playing good basketball and you can, you know, be playing at your best and carry that into post league, post postseason and so that's where yeah, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow night where
0: we're at. All right, we'll have the game tomorrow night on the team. Both Central basketball teams at Frodo Monument. Pre-game starts at 545 uh, on the team tomorrow night. Hey, Mary, appreciate the time. Thanks, as always.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: All right, Mary Down, coach of the Central Warriors. You know, last year, team that made, last couple of years, made deep runs in the postseason. They had that loss at Roosevelt last year in the postseason. And... You know, I think that, you know, they, they lost Sasha Rescone to graduation. She was a, a, a big force for them in terms of a, a physical player that got in the glass. They don't really have that kind of player on, on their lineup this year, but they have tremendous scoring with, with the Wagner sisters, with, with uh, certainly Christina Manzanares. But it's, like she said, that their, their schedule, they're 11-9, and 9, but they have the 21st best RPI, and it, it does show the, the the strength of schedule. That they have played this season, and you know you got Montrose right now, which is you know eighth in the RPI. That uh, that they already have uh, played and, and won at their place earlier in the season. So Centaurus, we mentioned a close loss to Centaurus. Centaurus is tenth in the RPI right now. So like Mary was saying, they've they've got uh, game Wednesday night at Battle Mountain, and they wrap it up Friday against Grand Junction. Some important games coming up for the. Warriors here the next couple of days and of course starts with Fruit of Monument tomorrow night uh, right here on the team. Alright, 836 Jim along with the Buckeye Boy. Text or call us 970-242-1340. Do we have a winner yet for the number game? Yes, we do. Okay.
3: <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the contest. It's another winner on the Team Sports Network.
2: Correctly putting a thumb on 10. Was Kit. Do you want the list of MVPs to win the Super Bowl? I got it right here.
0: Sure, go ahead.
2: Starts Bart Starr, technically Super Bowl one. That's right. Retroactively named. Terry Bradshaw, Mark Mosley, a kicker was MVP in nineteen eighty two for Washington. Lawrence Taylor, Joe Montana, then a run of five times in six years. Emmett Smith, Steve Young, Brett Favre, who thank goodness he doesn't listen to this show with everybody he's suing right now, uh, Terrell Davis, and Kurt Warner—the last to do it before Patrick Mahomes. There's your ten. All right, Kit got it. He gets a case of Coors Original.
0: Congratulations. All right, so going back to Rex Ryan for a moment, mm-hmm. that you know, just looking at the numbers, mentioned the two AFC Championship game appearances. His best record as a head coach was 11 and 5. That's the only team he had, he only had two teams as a head coach that finished better than 500. 11 and 5 in 2010, mm-hmm. 9 and 7 in 2009. Had a couple of 8 and 8s, one as the Jets coach, one as the Bills coach. You know where he got his career started coaching wise?
2: Uh NFL or total? Right, in it, total for like some high school in ohio
0: well i'm I'm, I'm talking college pro oh, but gotcha. not, not high school
4: uh,
0: then, then it, in the armac the 1989 new mexico highlands cowboys oh there you go he was their assistant head coach and defensive coordinator
2: figured it was like a mount union or something yeah. ridiculous like that
0: no highlands back in the day you
2: know and Rex's record overall is sixty-one and sixty-six. That's essentially the year that got him fired with the Jets. He was eight games under five hundred. He was four and twelve that year. Every other time, like Buffalo, he was eight and eight, then went seven and eight and got fired. Like seven and eight's not terrible, and you got to think this was all in the AFC East, right in the prime of the Patriots' dominance. You know, nine and seven, eleven and five, eight and eight, six and ten, eight and eight, four and twelve. Those were his years with the Jets. So two above five hundred, two at five hundred, and two below five hundred. He's he not, decidedly average. Yeah, you know,
0: challenging division to coach in, no doubt about that. During that period of time, mm-hmm.
2: but his scoring defense until he got his last few years of the Jets and with the Bills weren't great. But you look at, in Baltimore, in his first few years, yardage-wise, his defense ranks 5th, 1st, 6th, 2nd, 1st, 3rd, 5th, 8th, 11th, 6th. That's pretty good. That's that's as good as you're going to get, really, defensive coordinator. Now, out of the league seven years?
0: We'll see what happens. How is that gonna, yeah, how's what's that going to
2: happen there? But it's not, not the worst guy you can bring in.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had, what, a top ten, if not a top five defense, Mm-hmm. Pretty much the entire time. Yeah. That from, from 05 to 08.
2: Yeah. Top five or sixth. Yeah. You know, so
0: yeah. When he was there, the Ravens, no worse than six in yards given up per game mm-hmm. in all but one season. Top ten in points allowed. They were number one in two thousand six, number three in two thousand and eight. I think you referenced reference some of those numbers. Yeah. I, I mean, as a head coach,
2: not not horrible. And not that he's going to be doing this, but his first two years in New York had a top 10 offense as well. You know, so those are pretty decent teams. They just lost to Tom Brady, which a lot of teams have done. Now now the
0: question becomes, has it been too long? Sean Payton's been out for a very relatively short period of time. Mm -hmm. Rex Ryan's been out seven years. Yeah. Is there still... There's still gas in that tank. Is there still still knowledge up there above those big shiny white teeth?
2: <laughs> is there still? Imagine him doing a show with Da.
0: Oh, uh, just. Be, oh my goodness. Not good. Not good. It'd
2: be Colgate sponsored the Da. Make Rick sure Ryan you show. wear your sunglasses. Da Double R show.
0: But I mean, is this when when you look at it on the surface, is it just kind of crazy? Because you look at what he did in the past. As a defensive coordinator, he was really good. Mm-hmm. May not have been a great head coach, maybe a weird guy.
2: On the surface, knee-jerk, it's like Rex Ryan. Right? Really? But you spend any more than five minutes thinking, and you're like, okay. You can kind of get behind it a little bit, I think.
0: It doesn't, you know? it doesn't seem absolutely insane, right? It doesn't seem like, oh, that's. it's it's not like he was gone for the game for mm-hmm. you know a, a decade or so like Dick Vermeil was. And then Dick Vermeil came back was actually pretty darn good. Yeah, uh, won a Super Bowl. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think it's a crazy thing. On the surface, it seems crazy, right? It feels mm-hmm. crazy. He's a TV guy, and that's what most of us know him for, right? You know, a lot Recently, of people know him for. In yeah. most recent years, he's he works on ESPN. That's what he does. How much does he really know about coaching football anymore?
2: And and that's the question, I think. You know, he's got the track record. How much has he kept up with the change of style of play, the change in players, the change in concepts, you know? Or maybe, maybe the concepts from 20 years ago still work and they just need to be performed correctly. We, I mean, that could be it, too.
0: But we also have to, I mean, I have to make some assumption that there's still a level of him being dialed in because of what mm-hmm. he does. It's not like he's not involved in the game anymore right. in any way, shape, or form. He's, he's off selling insurance or he's running a beer distribution company. Or not it, floating uh,
2: around on his boat like Jimmy Johnson.
0: Yeah. That he's that he's pretty dialed in still mm-hmm. to what's going on.
2: Like he's been on the get-ups at like uh, three times a week. Yeah. He's on the NFL countdown. I mean, yeah, he's not. He's kind of in that middle ground, right, between Sean Payton and Dick Vermeil, where he was. He's been gone a bit, but not super long, you know. But it's. Is it a retread? <laughs> is it a guy that's been failed in three previous stops that they're now picking up to be a defensive? I, I don't know how to feel. Whether it's not giving somebody a chance or it's a retread or... Or is he Wade
0: Phillips? Brilliant defensive coordinator, not a very good head coach.
2: Better head coach than Wade Phillips, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I think so, too. But Wade has such a pedigree on the defensive coordinator side of it to where it was very easy to overlook the head coach because I think everybody in the NFL as a coach knows that that's a different animal.
0: And that could be the case with Rex Ryan, that this... What his history says, elite elite defenses are usually led by Rex Ryan. Yeah. Maybe not great football teams as far as a head coach goes, but the defenses have been top 10 if not top 5. Now the question becomes just is there uh, how much rust is there to knock off as a coach?
2: Wasn't he the head coach when Geno Smith got punched in the soup cooler? I think
0: yeah. so, I think.
2: He was because Geno yeah. was the quarterback his year, yeah. too. With
0: the Jets. Uh got a text from Eric. Halftime was the most artistic, least violent Super Smash Brothers level I've ever seen. That's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, let's see. Unnamed Texter. The holding call was questionable and anticlimactic. Okay, I already read that. One. Yeah, I'm we sorry. read that one. I think. All right, let's move on here. I got uh, Steven. Bradbury said he pulled the jersey and was hoping the ref would let it slide. What's the problem? Uh, I don't. I don't, have, I don't have a huge... I don't feel like they lost...
3: Don't not say for us.
2: Yeah, they didn't lose the game because right. of that play. The problem's not with us, and I don't think Steven is fingering us for having no, the just, problem. There's a lot of orange and blue glasses that watched the Chiefs win yesterday that are thinking the Chiefs got a gift.
0: Like they did when they got to do the down over yeah. in the Cincinnati game. Come on, guys. come on. That,
2: that was way more egregious... Yeah, but, but the yesterday. explanation
0: about it, though, if you go through the explanation, mm-hmm. it made sense why they had to do it the way they did.
2: Right, and if the actions would have then, mirrored the explanation, would it would
0: I have mirrored the explanation? Then you, you would know. have okay. Now we we understand why you had to yeah. do that down over. But but once again, you can't sit there and act like that's the reason why they lost. Mm-hmm. They didn't. The Eagles didn't lose because Bradbury either did or didn't. Commit defensive holder. Right. Sure look like to me, I said, it's it's a little it's a little iffy, but I I don't have a
2: huge problem with them calling the it. The Chiefs won yesterday because it's the third Super Bowl in four years. They know the moment. They can handle the moment. They've had to grind in this playoffs. They
0: the, couldn't get to Mahomes.
2: The Eagles trailed for the first time in the postseason in the second half of the Super Bowl. They didn't know. What, How to come from behind, and yeah. then they did, and they came from behind and they went down and scored. But it just one moment. The game came down to a single moment. But it, I don't necessarily know if it was the holding, right? It may have been something here or something there.
0: It took it took. It time, was that close. Yeah, it took time off the clock. Mm-hmm. They had to use timeouts. It 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 cut down the opportunity for the Eagles to go down and try to score. Yeah. But there, Butker. You know, is he going to miss? Maybe I don't Maybe. know. Maybe, but we don't know that for certain. Did
2: it change the score of the game? Probably not.
0: Probably not. It just gave them less time to work with.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Eight forty-seven. It's. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll have a very quick uh, Browns cremation funeral service. Good call. Bad call. Also, our prep stars and mighty Mavs. That's next on the Jim Davis.
2: Yeah, I think they're, like, the best on the radio. At least at
3: the pro level, the best of the best. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team.
0: Welcome back, Jim along with the Buckeye boy. This hour brought to you by Preston Lee at Country Financial. Believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. All right, it is time for...
3: Was that a good call, or did they totally blow it? It's good call or bad call.
0: Brought to you by Brown's Cremation and Funeral Service. Give them a call today, 970-255-8888. Good call. Talking to Browns about your funeral arrangements, a bad call. Leaving it to your loved ones. All right, we can go through the whole Bradbury thing, and, and we have. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. You know, To, to me, mm-hmm. it didn't change how that game was going to play out last night. Chiefs were in field goal position. There we go. Yeah. Okay, good call, bad call. Terry Bradshaw. Terry, saying this to Andy Reid. Hey, why don't you waddle over here? And also said that Reid should have a cheeseburger on us. Big guy, let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. Okay,
2: come on, Terry. That's a bad call. First one's a bad call, even though Terry is getting puffier and puffier. (laughs) Second one... After Reed won the first one, he said he's going to go out and get the biggest double cheeseburger ever. And that's okay. So the second one's a good call. But the two combined? Yeah, not it's a great a, look. It's, come Especially on, Especially with how chubby yeah, Terry, Terry's look.
0: Terry, you're no rail thin looking yeah. like you're you know, coming out of the 1970 draft. Right. Come on. Yeah, no, that was a bad call. That, that was terrible.
2: I got three real quick ones. Good okay. call, bad call. Patrick Mahomes does not look hungover this morning. He looks still a little drunk. Because the eyes are a little glassy, <laughs> good, for, it, good for him. Good for him. As, for him. As long as he didn't drive, that's right Good for him. Uh, good call, bad call. Last night was the perfect night to end the trend of giving the MVP to the winning quarterback. Jalen Hurts could have been the MVP in a loss, a la Chuck Howley. I think that's a good call. I
0: think that's a good call too. He yep. he had a, he had a better game than Mahomes overall he did. last night. He had a he did.
2: phenomenal game. Yeah. In uh, this is a off off topic. DNVR Rockies Twitter says Don Baylor's 25 should be retired by the Rockies. That's also a good
0: call. That's a really good call. Absolutely. All right, now it's time for Prep Stars.
3: No one can stop star. It's time to let the stars shine. Star. It's Prep Stars on the Jim Davis Show.
0: All right, we go to the mats for our girls' prep star, at least for mine anyway. Molly Dare of the District 51 Phoenix. They, uh... Of are sending 10 wrestlers to the state wrestling tournament. She's a regional champion. Congratulations to Molly Dare. And then Christian Miller of Central. 20 points for the Warriors. And their win against Durango. I mean, not their win against uh, yes, Durango mm-hmm. over the weekend. So, congratulations to Christian Miller. He's my male prep star.
2: Yeah, and uh, I had uh, Whitney Stortz of the uh, swimming team. Had a good showing over at the uh, state championships. I can't get to the actual information. Because I pay wall block, brother, and it just is kind of irritating me. My boys, Cedar Ridge Bruins, Luke Maxey, 19 points in the win over Meeker. Cedar Ridge boys, sneaky good squad up there in Cedar Ridge.
0: Whitney Stortz, fifth in the 100-yard freestyle,
2: and then eighth
0: in the 50 freestyle. Ah, thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate that because I, I couldn't up there.
2: get there. Uh, but the Cedar Ridge boys, 15-3. and three. They're 10-1 and one atop the 3A Western Slope right now.
0: Very good. Now we have Mighty Mavs,
3: the best of CMU sports. It's Mighty Mavs on the Jim Davis Show. All right, we go
0: to the Diamond. Riley Crouch, three home runs for the CMU softball team. Unfortunately, they lose to Eastern New Mexico ten to nine, but she had three home oh, runs. Oh, oh. And then a uh, Declan Weisner, newcomer to the Maverick yeah. baseball team, couple of uh, bombs this weekend. Hit a two-run shot, and the Mavs win on Saturday. As they sweep Azusa Pacific.
2: So very happy baseball's back. Pitchers and catchers report on Wednesday. We had had fun doing the game Thursday. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Uh, Tia Slade, I'm going to go to the court. Tia Slade, team high 22 in the win over Metro on Saturday and on the men's game. To follow Trevor Baskin, Shiner and all, 21-11 and in the win over Metro for the men. Women get a sweep. Men get a sweep. Women, big win Friday against the oh, School no of Mines. That was a huge Likewise win. Likewise to the
0: men as well.
2: Absolutely. They both get the sweep.
0: All right. So that's our prep stars and Mighty Mavs. Get a couple of texts here for very, you very, very quickly. Uh, text or calls today. It's good, the bad, the ugly. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. Uh, let's see. Rolled tacos. I got bored watching the Super Bowl. I watched The Sting with Robert Redford and Paul Newman for the first time. Great movie. It is a great movie, but what was wrong with the Super Bowl? That was that was an exciting game. Oh so
2: hum, great football. <laughs> he's waiting for the real football to come in April. Roll Tacos, are you yeah. waiting
0: are you waiting for your Memphis showboats he's to got, take on the Michigan yep. Panthers? Is that what you're waiting for? The no, real football. He's not
2: gonna watch the X F L coming up on Sunday. He's waiting for real football.
0: Come on, Roll Tacos. Sting is a really good movie, but come on. Come on, you're going to watch that instead of the Super Bowl?
2: For the first time?
0: Yeah. They're
2: I mean, a little behind <laughs> the curve, on I don't like, think.
0: Better late than never, yeah. I guess, right? That's... Aren't both of those guys dead? No, Redford's not dead.
2: Oh, okay. He, he looked it last time I saw him.
0: <laughs> wow. thought Bradshaw's waddle over here comment was insensitive. Jeez.
2: Yeah, I killed a guy. I killed Robert Redford. My bad. Wow. And He's with the salad dressing guy, right?
0: Hour three's coming up. Dexter Collis, 970-242-1340. Yikes.